Hey, hey, we are on episode 13, I believe. Wow, I lost count. I think I did too, but I'm pretty sure I'm right. Wow, episode 13. So tell us what we're diving into today, Mariah. This is a deep one. It and is. This is going to take a lot of confront. And yeah, it's a, it's a deep and juicy one that everyone deals with. Mm-hmm, absolutely. And it is the worst type of poison. Yeah, the most dangerous poison. Ah, the most dangerous poison. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I, I forgot. <laughs> the, well, the worst type is also true. It's the most dangerous poison. And we're going to tell you what it is in a second. But it applies to all areas of life, as in you can get this poison from all sectors of business, life, friendship, relationships, life love, whatever, you name it, you're going to be in the line of fire of this poison. Yeah. Or maybe you are the poison giver. Yeah. You might be the poison giver as well. And that's why this is one that might make you a bit uncomfortable or it might make someone you know uncomfortable if they hear it, but they need to hear it. Mm -hmm. So have your friends listen to this as well. Please share this. So we have a few of our friends or even strangers that have told us that they've shared it with other people and that it's helped which is so like heartwarming for us to hear. Yeah, it's cool. And I just want to say we don't spread light on these topics to make you feel wrong. And honestly, when we do these, we don't have anyone in mind per se when we come up with these topics. It's really just to help you guys be more cause and more responsible in your life. And you just have these tools where you can just power through life better. Exactly. And we even say this to ourselves. Like what we're saying Mm -hmm. is we're saying it for ourselves. We're not necessarily perfect at this. We're giving the best case scenario and what we practice and aspire to do every day. Yeah, it's so true. We we don't... There's a lot of time where I even know the data and Gal will need to tell me it. It's like mm-hmm. a friendly reminder. It's also like something nice for you to remind people, to help them, because everyone mm-hmm. wants to be the best version of themselves. Exactly. Yeah. So without further ado, what is the most dangerous poison? You can tell. Okay. Well, it comes in many forms, but the idea is talking behind someone's back, somebody ruining your name when you're not there. Slander is another word for it. Libel, you name it. Any of the negative spread of comments, bad about others. You might even see it on TV. You know, you might read about a celebrity you like and there's this gossip. That whole category is a very dangerous poison and venom and we're going to show you why it's so dangerous because yes. it's so easy to do yeah it's easy to just talk badly also, about it's, someone it's easy to think that it can be covered up like some people will say it in like a like a joking way mm-hmm. but they'll have the intention so anyway yeah it can be covered and made to be really nice it can be said like as a warning like you're just telling someone as a warning but you talk crap about another person <laughs> yeah that's you know? what makes it so dangerous yeah it's very very dangerous and we're gonna explain why so So first of all, let's give a few examples of what kind of things fall into this category. Okay. I mean, something that just first popped into my head since we were talking about magazines and media and stuff is going on YouTube and they have like the Holly Scoop or the Hollywood yeah. updates and or magazines and they say bad things about this person, whether it's, oh, they're such a slut, they cheated in the relationship, they're such a bad person, they're in this religion that's a cult, they're in mm-hmm. all this bizarre stuff that you don't even know them, you're probably never never going to meet them, (laughs) but it leaves an impression. Right. They inject with a venom. Again, it can be so dangerous because it's so addicting Mm -hmm. to even listen to that kind of stuff. Yeah, bad news um, can be addicting. It is. Or imagine a group of friends, the minute they start talking badly, you have this about someone else. You have this thing of like, ooh, tell me the drama. Mm-hmm. You know, so there's this urge and it's such a dangerous poison because you enjoy getting injected with it. Mm-hmm. So that's one example for sure. You have even negative about politics, talking about presidents badly or whatever the case may be. The bottom line, it's still a poison. I was 
was actually speaking to this real estate agent the other day and the real estate agent told me about another person who I hadn't met yet. And right up front, they said to me, just so you know, that guy is not the brightest spark. That's the word she used. So she was like giving me a warning, just like be aware he's not that smart. She mm-hmm. injected me with her poison. Mm-hmm. So there's many, many different ways. Or like your friend likes this girl and you, for some reason, don't like this girl. And she goes to him and she's like, yeah, no, she's pretty. But, you know, she um, also is known to be like a bit of a slut. And mm-hmm. yeah, but if you're into that, like that's totally cool. And, yeah. and she makes it seem like she's doing you a favor. Right, right. And they just poison that there's mm-hmm. there's a very interesting folktale that is told among the Jewish community, which is. Basically, there's a guy who comes to the rabbi and he says, look, I've spoken badly about some people in the village and I want to make it up. So what can I do? And the rabbi says, all right, what you're going to do is leave a feather at the doorstep of every person who you spoke badly about that you can think of and go through all the village. Mm -hmm. So he says, "Okay, that's all I need to do. So he goes and does that and he comes back to the rabbi and he says, I did it. And now the rabbi says to him, great, now go and collect every single feather again. And he says, it's impossible. And he says, exactly. It's basically almost, the truth is, it's almost impossible to make up the damage of spreading this venom. Because you leave the one feather at the doorstep, but before you know it, it's floated all across the village and mixed up with other people. And you can never heal it because it goes and it spreads uncontrollably and into the deepest and darkest niches of life, you know, Mm -hmm. that you can never get back. So be aware that when venom is spread, it spreads far beyond what you can repair. And that's something to keep in mind and why it's so dangerous. Yeah, that's such a good story. It's so true. And also, I really feel like people aren't always aware of what it does. Yeah. So that story is so great. Mm-hmm. How much it damages. Yeah. And I, we also, I think, wanted to speak about how does it damage. Like, let's explain that even deeper. And we'll talk about how to handle it soon, for sure. Mm-hmm. But let's talk about how it damages. Okay, the first example kind of ties in with my other example of how you have someone who's like, oh, you're interested in Sheila? Well, you know what? Sheila's a slut. But if you're into that, like, yeah, she's really pretty and blah, blah, blah. And it's wrapped in this pretty bow. But you know what? It left a mark on him. Now he's going to think, hmm, maybe she is Mm -hmm. a slut. Right. And that's it. Just right there. It it creates this concept in your head way before you've even gotten a chance to form your own. Yeah. It's like an example of, let's say before Mariah and I started dating and I was going to, you know, speak to her and some other people knew her first. And they said to me, you know what? You can go for Mariah. She's just known to, you know, play guys a little bit. Mm -hmm. You know, she's really a good girl. Like she's awesome, but she'll make you think that she likes you. And in reality will just be like toying with your emotions. She likes to lead you on. Mm -hmm. Now, Either way, I've now let this venom seep in. And now I'm going with the filter of she is going to lead me on. And everything I do is in order to keep myself protected against her leading me on. Yeah, and like maybe one time I don't text you back right away. Mm -hmm. Because maybe I was doing something serious, helping my family. But you now have this information of, oh, she's probably not texting me back because she's playing me. Yeah, exactly. And there's the flip side to this. If somebody said to you, Hey, you know, Mariah, she is awesome. You are so lucky that she even wants to see you. She's incredible. She's awesome. Now, what am I going to do? I'm going to have this filter of how awesome she is. Mm -hmm. So 
That's, by the way, why it's important to do the other side, but we'll get to that soon. Yeah. Another example is, and I've talked about this in other podcasts as well, is it leaves people like not able to escape this shadow of their past. So say if they did do something and they decided today I want to be a new person. I don't want to do that anymore. And then you hear someone telling someone else that they do it and then they don't trust you. It's like you can never grow out or grow up and grow out of become someone new that you want to be. You're always going to be looked at as that one person. Mm -hmm. And that sucks. It really does. You you can't mend it. You're not even there to defend yourself. Mm-hmm. It's horrible. And it, honestly, it causes you to almost be like, you know what? Screw it. I'm not even going to change. You know, like I've heard of guys who are players and then they find this girl and they change. But the girl thinks he's a player. Mm-hmm. And so then he gets his heart broken because she thinks he's a player. And he's like, you know what? I should just go back to playing games. I, I don't know why I settled for this one girl anyway. Mm. And he it just, can't beat his reputation. Yeah. yeah. And then so it ends up, he was trying to be a better person. Yeah. And that's then it didn't very work. true. And it's all because you spread a rumor mm-hmm. instead of letting them figure it out for themselves. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. exactly it. And then the other example would be it damages you. Because it just makes you look bad. Like if you're the one doing it, if you're the one talking bad, what's an impression if you hear somebody, babe, if you hear somebody that is talking badly about someone else to you, what's your impression of them? The first thing I think is they're not a good friend. And Mm. I wouldn't, like they're probably doing the same thing about me. The second I turn around and leave, they're going to say the same stuff about me. Me too. That's what I get is they're most likely doing the same thing about me to someone else. Mm-hmm. So yep. it just makes the person look bad. The guy has, even if he does it jokingly or she does it jokingly and she's talking crap about some other, other person, you think they're doing it about me to someone else. And I don't like that. Mm-hmm. Not one bit. Nope. Nope. And then you have the final way that I can think of right now, which would be when you talk about the bad, it will grow. Mm-hmm. So you talk bad about a person, a friend of yours, what do you think you're going to get out of that friend? More bad. Mm -hmm. Or like you somehow, again, back to the filter thing, you filter everything they do to be that, to make yourself Mm. right. We can go back to the example where the guy's a player and he tries not to be a player. Yeah. But you're looking through everything that he does as being a player. And then you think that the whole time he's playing you, you're getting more of it, even though that's not the real situation. That's right. You get more of the bad because that's what you're putting your attention on. Mm -hmm. When it could have been the polar opposite. You could have been getting good because of putting the good there. Yeah. It's so, so, so interesting. So those are a few ideas of how it damages. Yeah. But I think the biggest thing is that it's tough to ever repair it because it spreads so fast and it goes in with you wanting it to go in. You mm-hmm. listen and take it in almost willingly, right? Yeah. But what were you going to say? I was going to say, I wanted, why we started off showing you the problem and how it damages and stuff like that is we really want you to see because sometimes you might even do it with, without the intention right. of it or you might just do it and just not know how far it actually hurts yourself and others. And I think once people are even just aware of it, that alone will handle a percentage of it happening. Yeah. Now that I know this, I try my best not to. Now that I'm aware of how it damages, I want to handle it, which we'll move on to how to later. Yes. And we've done it. And we do it. We do it. We do so, it. yeah. You know, ideally, very, very little. Mm-hmm. But when we started to realize these principles and we really confronted what happens when we do it and the damage it caused, it got us to put our own kind of getting straight with ourselves and saying, okay, let's not do that anymore. Mm -hmm, Totally. So why do others do it, Mariah? Why do you think other people do this? 
I think there's a few reasons. I yeah. think one of them is like it's a weird way to boost yourself up. Mm-hmm. You'll talk someone else down so then someone looks as you as better. Yeah. Like I can, I can say as that. a female and I'm not proud of this because I really do support females and I love females and stuff like that. But if I notice that a girl has all this makeup on and all these surgeries or whatever, sometimes if I notice that like you're interested or another guy's, I'm like, yeah, yeah, no, she's pretty, but you know, she has some work done Mm because it makes me feel like, okay, but I don't have work done. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah, I do. And it sucks to like admit that to you guys, but I want to show you guys that like, yeah. It's strong that you can observe that we all do it. You might be like, ah, oh, yeah, you know, he, he does well in business, but uh, it's family money that started him. Yeah. Or whatever. So it makes you feel like, oh, okay, you're not as ahead because, you know, there's different ways. Even if you make fun of your friend for, I don't know, starting a new project, a new YouTube channel, okay? And he's starting vlogging and he does these daily vlogs and they're silly, you think. <laughs> so now you say that to your friends. Why? Not because it makes him bigger. You're trying to make yourself bigger. Yeah. And him smaller. Or maybe it comes from a little bit of jealousy. Like Mm -hmm. maybe you wish you had the balls to create your own YouTube or follow your dreams or quit your job and do your thing. Right. So it comes from a little bit of jealousy. Yeah. And also because it can literally threaten where you feel you're weak or your strength. So it either threatens your strength where you feel you're strong and they're doing something else and it makes you feel like it threatens your own strengths Mm -hmm. or you feel that it highlights an area of your own weakness. Mm -hmm. So you're like, I'm not very good at going to the gym and he's been going to the gym so much and he's looking good. And I just kind of make fun of him for, oh, did you see how into it he is? He posted about getting protein shakes. Like, he's so yeah. into himself now. But that really, all the time. I see people do that. Yeah, but really, it's just you're doing it because you feel that what he does is highlighting your lack of whatever. Mm-hmm. And I just want to say, we're not saying don't make jokes, but you can kind of tell the intention behind the joke. Is mm-hmm. the person upbeat literally just making a joke, like laughing with you or are they laughing at you? Are Correct. they making fun of you? Are they trying to change someone's point of view on you? I think that's the main thing. Are they trying to change someone else's perception of you? Exactly. Keep an eye out. Is it like a little bit of a snarky comment? Is it like, well, yeah, how you said it, their mm-hmm. intention. What are they doing for real? Yeah. And don't be disguised. Some people will wrap it in a pretty little package. They'll pretend like they're giving you good advice or they're just trying to help you. Like, it's so cool that you started a YouTube channel, but I just wanted to let you know that it's it's really, it can be tricky. You can lose a lot and get a lot of haters and mm-hmm. like try to suppress you from doing it, to stop yeah. you to do it. You know? And Or even, oh, it's cool that you did a YouTube channel, but just as long as you don't make it like Jenny's, I think uh, you'll be good. Yeah. You know, that's so uh. dirty. Like, you're just making less of Jenny. Mm-hmm. You know, it, oh, come on. So you see that... That is just dirty. It's not the right flow, right? Mm -hmm. The bottom line, though, the bottom line of why people talk behind your back, why they make less of you, why they speak badly about you, the real truth is, drumroll please, this is very tough to swallow, but it's because they did something against the person they're talking about. Basically, if I'm talking badly about Mariah, it's because I did something against Mariah. I know it's not easy to swallow. I know you feel like there's other reasons. The reason is because you did something against that person or it reminds you of something that you did to somebody similar to Mm -hmm. the person you're talking about. So maybe I talk badly about Mariah because it reminds me of what I did with other girlfriends and I just want to make less of Mariah in order to make myself feel better for the stuff I did. But a majority of the time, it's not because of someone else. 
it's because you did something against that person. Mm -hmm. My dad always says, when you point a finger at someone, you're pointing one finger at them, but three at you. you <laughs> My know? mom and dad used to always say that too. Yeah, it's like a very important line. You're pointing one at them, three are at you. Mm -hmm. You did something that makes you point. Yeah, I was also going to say, like, for example, about the gym, about how you're not going and you know you should, and mm -hmm. that person is going, so you make fun of them. Yeah. It doesn't actually have to be towards that person. Maybe you're picking on them because you didn't handle, you're not going to the gym for yourself. You have the sin towards yourself, mm -hmm. and they're reminding you of the sin towards yeah. yourself, you know? It definitely definitely can be it's like that as well. not as much, but I'm just yeah. saying that, that for the gym aspect, you know? Sure, it can be. But a majority of the time, if you're pointing out one person, you did something against them. And you got to figure it out what it is or how or what angle, blah, blah, blah. But usually that's the case. So just be aware of that. Be aware. When you're pointing a finger, there's three at you. Mm -hmm. With that in mind, let's talk about what is the solution to all this. First of all, we need to know that, okay, just having this information... Knowing why you do it, knowing what it is, knowing the consequences already puts you at a big step up from other people. Many people don't realize the damage it can cause. Mm -hmm. Many people don't realize that if they're talking bad about someone, it means they did something against them. So they need to take a look at themselves and say, whoa, maybe I can correct myself. Mm -hmm. So just knowing that information is major. But the thing that will really put you in the driver's seat, put you in a powerful position is... Your own observation. Your own observation. Being willing to like, okay, you hear it and it kind of just goes through one ear out the other and be like, you know what? I don't need you to tell me what you saw. I can observe for myself. Amen. Mm -hmm. Somebody says something bad to me about Mariah. It literally dissolves and doesn't enter before the person even said it almost because... Mm -hmm. My own observation, I know exactly who Mariah is. Doesn't matter what she does, good, bad, happy, sad. I know what I know about her and no poison is going to poison her. Mm -hmm. That's how it should be for your spouse, your friends, your business partners, your colleagues. Bottom line, what you observe is what's true. Yes. And observation is what you put there. Mm -hmm. So when you see the good in people, that's what you put there. And by the way, that's what you're going to observe. If you are always fault-finding with people around you, you're going to get more faults. Mm -hmm. So practice putting the good into the people around you, and you'll get more of it. Love that. Now, what can happen is sometimes the venom, the poison, seeps in. And by the way, my dad actually did this article called The Relationship Snake, and it talks about this very thing, this venom. And by the way, this article is for a very exclusive group of people that he mentors, But if you want, I can try to figure out a way to get you that article as well. So DM me or Mariah and we'll get you that article if you'd like. That article is what kind of inspired me to discuss this whole topic. Although Mariah and I had talked about it before. Mariah brought mm -hmm. it up to me in the past. Let's talk about this whole, mm -hmm. you know, back talk and stuff like that. But I think that was a big powerful article that helped me to say, yeah, we got to talk about this quickly because the venom spreads yeah. and we got to do something about it. So. That is a good one. DM me if you'd like to read that. So there's many ways that it can happen, but we're going to talk about the three, I guess, most general or obvious ones to us. Mm -hmm. And uh, yeah, we'll give some examples. Absolutely. So the first one would be someone spoke about you. Mm -hmm. So you've now heard, I, I heard that my good friend has talked some shit about me. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I now want to do something about it. The first thing that you need to do, in my opinion, is avoid doing the same thing. Yeah, lead by example. Yeah. Now he talked bad about you. You're not going to I'm not going to go down to Mariah and talk bad about him because I heard he talked bad about me. Yeah. Next would be keeping my cool. 
I'm not okay. right. Keep cool. Keep cool. Sunglass emoji. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Keep your cool, as in don't now get angry. Don't get all heated and emotional, and go approach them. Don't try to pick a fight. First That's of all, the hardest for me. It's yeah. not getting emotional about it. Yeah, you need to woosa. Mm-hmm. That's a bad boys reference for anyone who. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, woosa and just all right. I'm gonna handle this. Mm-hmm. I know this information, so mm-hmm. I'm gonna handle it. Okay, it gets a bit tougher now because now tougher. you have to make sure you don't change your viewpoint on them. Don't mm. let it muddy the water on your viewpoint on them. Keep thinking that they're just as awesome as before. Again, your own observation. Yes. What you observed about them was that they were a friend. They now did something not okay. We all do things that are not okay, right? Mm-hmm. So that's the first thing. Yeah, the next don't, thing. Don't let their bad actions change your viewpoint on how beautiful they are. Exactly. Well said. Mm-hmm. And you have to realize that people do this. You know, people people do it. It doesn't mean that it's true or it's a reflection on you. If right? anything, it's a reflection on them. Exactly. So sometimes people talk bad and they make mistakes. Everybody makes mistakes. It's a reflection on them, not on you. Don't let it. You didn't do anything necessarily wrong. Don't take it hard. Yeah, I also want to say that not only is it a reflection on the person saying it, but it's almost a reflection on the person who believes it as well. Ah, true. You know, I always think that I, sometimes I get so like caught up and I'm like, oh, it's it's going to do so much damage. They're going to believe it and whatever. But also it's a little bit of the person who believed it. I'm like, okay, you know what? If they believe that, that's on them. Totally. I'm not going to believe trash about someone because I believe the best in people, you because know? Because you go by what you observed. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and that's ultimately the most powerful position to be. Mm-hmm. If you all of a sudden go by what someone said and it switches you around, you're just a leaf blowing in the wind. Someone can tell you this and you love them, this and you hate them. Yeah, Come you're on. literally a robot that's getting programmed by everyone else's observations. Yes. You're not observing for yourself. Exactly. So that's the thing. Now, someone spoke badly about you. So if possible, approach the person that said this. And also the person that heard about it. Let's say that another person heard bad about me. I can go to them and say, hey, look, I know that Bill is spreading this stuff about me. I just want to clear it up with you really quick, man. That's the first thing. And mm-hmm. then you go to Bill and say, hey, Bill, look, man, like what's going on? Remember, you've kept your cool. You know, you're not doing the same thing. You're going to handle it. You still love Bill. And I like, mm-hmm. hey, Bill, look, what's going on, man? I hear you're saying this stuff. I really don't appreciate it. Can we clear the air? Mm-hmm. And then I think that that will already get you on the right path to handling it if somebody spoke bad about you yeah absolutely is there anything you think we should add to that Um, i was just gonna say it is important to keep your cool because if your emotions are not fully in check that other person can feel it true sometimes i think i'm like oh no i'm I'm chill i'm chill and then i go and they can feel that i'm actually angry still Uh and it doesn't get the same results right you need to flood them with love Mm -hmm. genuine admiration Genuine love and just a genuine desire to repair a beautiful friendship that you know you guys have. Yeah. All right. So then we have the next thing. And by the way, it could be also somebody who you don't have a friendship with. It just could be some random that's talking Mm. badly about you. Same applies. Yeah. Now, the next scenario. You spoke badly about another. You were the one spreading the venom. You made a little oopsie daisies. Oopsie daisies. <laughs> it's a bit a more... boo-boo. <laughs> yeah, boo-boo. <laughs> and you're wanting to kind of fix it now. Yeah. Okay, so first of all, it happens again. People make mistakes and don't now make less of yourself. Recognize the beauty in yourself and we're going to handle it. Yeah, so... and I think if you already are aware that you did it and you're like, I want to make it better... It shows how awesome of a person you are that you even want to handle it. A lot of people can't look mm-hmm. at themselves in the mirror and be like, I messed up. A little pat on the back for being like, I noticed it. Yeah. It's not cool. Exactly. And it's then... a major, major pat on the back for yourself. 
So the first thing is recognize that you've done it and make a decision to refrain from doing it again. Mm-hmm. All right, you say, look, it happened. I'm now on a path to reducing it and hopefully eliminating this thing that I sometimes talk badly about people. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to make it a, a policy with myself. I'm not doing that anymore. Mm-hmm. I'm going to hold it back. And then go back to who you said it to and yes. handle it. So let's just say that I have, you know, I have a good friend, Anton. Really, he's like one of my best friends, right? Anton. Now I go to Mariah and I talk badly to her about Anton. Okay? Mm-hmm. And now I recognize, whoa, I've talked badly about Anton and I want to handle it. So I'm going to first of all go to Mariah and say, look, by the way, Mariah, remember when I talked badly about Anton and I said these things? Mm-hmm. I just want to say it wasn't cool of me to say that. Mm-hmm. And it's really not true. Ultimately, Anton is an incredible guy and I really am I'm going to handle it. But I want to just say that that wasn't really true and I really shouldn't have said that to you. And I'm sorry for saying that to you. I don't think that's right of me to mm-hmm. do. Mm-hmm. Okay. So that's a big thing because you now kind of draw the poison out of Mariah mm-hmm. based on what you've said. Then you need to do extra good to make up the damage to Anton. Mm-hmm. So I now spoke badly about Anton. What are examples of doing extra good, Mariah? Saying extra supportive good things about Anton. Mm-hmm. So then maybe to that person saying, you know what, I did say the thing, but you know what, he's awesome. He's actually super talented actor. He's the best, coolest guy I know. Yes. Super friendly. There's no one who doesn't like him. Exactly. And then you continue to just build his reputation because you don't know. Maybe I told someone what you told me. Right. About, about And then whatever. So now you need to continue to like give good PR to everyone. Correct. And I wouldn't do it just to you. I wouldn't just because I spoke badly. Yeah, to many, many people, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Because if I spread it, it's done damage. And now you need to like make up that damage. Yeah. Yeah. So I need to make it a point now, a mission to spread so much good about Anton that the damage, I try to balance it out or fix it. Mm -hmm. And where possible, talk also to the person, to Anton. Mm -hmm. If I can, if it's appropriate, go to Anton and say, hey, Anton, I just want to say, I did this thing, man. I love you, bro. I'm sorry I did it. I shouldn't have done it. And you, and I guarantee you that he'll love you for it and be okay mm-hmm. with it. Yeah, because so. imagine if he, you didn't apologize, but you were making up the damage, but he didn't know that, and then word gets around, then he's going to be mad at you. And you're like, I actually was trying to take care of it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So if you can, do that. That would be really best case scenario if you can find a way to do that. Yeah. All right, so that should help on the second one. So we've covered someone spoke badly about you covered you spoke badly about another and then what happens when somebody speaks to you about someone else this is what happens a lot yeah like somebody can come to me and speak really badly about mariah Mm -hmm. let's say now another friend of mine let's take bill bill comes to me and bill starts saying nonsense about mariah all right so what do we do ultimately it's your responsibility not to let that poison into your system Mm-hmm. Don't let it change your point of view on that person. Right. It goes back to your own observation is what counts the most. Yes. Never let someone take your ability to observe away. Don't let that person's own experience become your own. Really. Mm-hmm. It's so important in anything, but really when it's talking, when someone's talking bad. Yeah. And just remember, we also gave you some tips that maybe that person's talking bad because they had a sin toward that person. Right. You know, and now what? You're going to take it on because they, you know, it doesn't make sense. Just right. let it kind of go through one ear out the other. Like, don't let it affect your relationship with that person. Yeah, that's very true. Bill could have done something really bad against Mariah. Now he comes to me trying to make me not like Mariah. And it just is a totally, I don't want to get into that whole spiral that's yeah. just going down. 
you need to first of all say, whoa, that's not coming in, not in my house. <laughs> not in my house. <laughs> not in my house, right? So yeah. that you, you, you figure out a way to stop it. And you can also tell the person like, whoa, whoa, you know, and you're not trying to like now get into an argument with Bill. You can do this in a friendly way and say, I, I got you, man. But look, Mariah's not here to defend herself. I don't know if it's true or not. I don't want to hear bad about her. I really don't want to hear that. Please, man, let's move on to something else. Yeah, and you can feel it out because usually you can do it in a more like an upbeat way that yeah. doesn't make the person wrong because also they know what they're doing is wrong. They know. Yeah, you can do it in a very gentle way, changing mm -hmm. the subject and just directing them towards a more happy, correct, good conversation. Yeah. Now, again, the thing is, you want to, first of all, not even let it in, not affect you. Mm -hmm. But the nature of poison is poison is dangerous. It's, it's venom and it goes into the bloodstream and it spreads before you can even stop it. So now let's just say you haven't been able to do that, which is the first prize, but now you have let it in. And now all of a sudden I have this bad opinion of Mariah. Mm -hmm. So now I want to sort it out because I want to handle this opinion. Mm -hmm. What I would do is I would go to Mariah And I tell her, hey, Mariah, listen, I heard this from Bill. And I'm going to tell her exactly what I heard. Yeah, don't paraphrase. Don't put in your own. Yeah, wording. nothing. Just look, Mariah. Bill told me that you have been spending lots and lots and lots of time with other men. I don't know. I'm just making it off the cuff. <laughs> other men. You've been wasting money. And he says that you smile at me. But you always talk badly about me. He said that you, but whatever. I'm, I don't know. Mm -hmm. I'm just making crap up, right? I say exactly what Bill said. And I approach you and I say, look, can you tell me? Like your side of it. Correct. So then I'm going to hear your side of it. And again, at the end of the day, it's still up to me to make my own observation. Mm -hmm. But just the fact that I approached you, got your side of it, which isn't easy to do. That is enough to allow me to make an actual informed decision and to put the venom out in the open. The venom is no longer in my bloodstream. The venom mm -hmm. is spoken about not with a random person. Mm -hmm. The venom is spoken about with Mariah, the subject of the venom. Yeah. You don't go and spread it further. You don't go and tell others what you heard. You go head on, get the other side of the story, and move on. But the first prize and sort of a policy you need to make for yourself is you don't spread venom and you don't let venom in. Yeah, I, I would say it's really important not to let the venom in because even if you, okay, you have the poison in and you don't tell that person. You have the poison and now you're looking through life through this filter of the poison. You're not mm -hmm. making your own decisions. You're not making your own observations. You're living it through what Joe Schmo down the street told you. Exactly. Then let's say you go to your friend and you tell them, hey, I heard this, this, and this. Can you tell me your side? They tell you your side. At the mm -hmm. end of the day, you really, first prize is really try to observe for yourself and not this is something that was in your dad's really cool thing that you definitely should dm gal about is you don't want to like observe it to kind of like check to see if it's right yes you like, don't want to yeah sorry like oh i'm giving them the benefit of the doubt but i'm gonna still keep an eye on them to see if they're gonna do it because that's still looking through the filter yeah you mm -hmm. cannot be through a filter you need to observe and observation means you put it there not a filter is putting it there through which you look yeah because that's almost more dangerous because you think you're observing for yourself but there's like this hidden filter that you're mm -hmm. living life through you know exactly it's like terrible 
Yeah, it really is terrible. So anyway, I think we've covered the different angles. You guys probably get the concept that we're saying now. And while we can discuss this for hours and hours, this is the overall idea. But before, let's take a few key takeaways. Okay. And what we can really use, and I just want to say, if you enjoyed this, please go ahead and follow or subscribe to our podcast. On Apple Podcasts, I believe you can leave a review and a rating. And every for- iPhone comes with a podcast app. Yes. So make sure, even if you listen on Spotify, to go to the Apple Podcast app and write a review. Yeah, that'll be so helpful. And share this with a friend or however you'd like. And if you do want to share it on uh, Instagram stories or something like that, we'll always repost it because we appreciate it so, so, so much. We really do. We really, really do. So thank you. And let's go over what is the most important thing that people can take away from today. Okay, that speaking bad, whether it's an joking way or whatever it can have a bigger effect than you think yes instead put good there why speak bad why joke and make less why not instead put out just good stuff about people which actually is sometimes hard to do compliment people tell good things to others about your friends spread the good right next is observe 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 yourself don't look through filters don't take what other people said You are the person that must make their own conclusions without foreign information. Yeah, the second you start letting in other people's experiences or their observations control your outcomes and your decisions is the second you become a robot. Correct. And make a decision not to spread the venom and not to let the venom in. Mm Mm-hmm. I would say those are the main points. Yeah. And just the fact that you guys have understood this information, I think I said this earlier, it puts you in a new league. Mm -hmm. Because if everybody knew this information, there would be happier friendships, better, more loving relationships. There'd be better office environments and growth and just a nice feeling with life that people aren't backstabbing, backtalking, etc. Yeah, you love yourself more though. You do. That's so true. Like for me, it, it almost is a thing of like, I can go to sleep at night proud of myself that I didn't, you know? Yeah. You know what? Before we end, I really want you to tell that story that you told. Oh, okay. Yeah, tell that story. (laughs) Okay, so I have a friend that I grew up with, and she got married at a young age, and they got divorced. Well, we think. I don't know. And someone messaged me, and they're like, hey, did you see? Another friend spoke about it, and they saw that she changed her last name on Facebook and she's been posting all these like depressing quotes and do you know what's happening? And it's just, it was like spreading from like person to another person to another person. Everyone's wondering what's happening, but not asking this woman herself. Mm -hmm. And it sparked my attention. I also was like, I want to know. I want to know what happened. And so I was actually going to message her because I'm like, I want to know. But then I like had, I I was like typing it out. And as I was typing it out saying like, hey girl, just wondering what happened. If you need anyone, let me know, blah, blah, blah. I thought, first of all, I wasn't there to ask her like how all the good things in her life was going. So why now am I going to act interested or be interested in the negative? Mm -hmm. If she wasn't close enough for me to just be excited about her successes, I shouldn't be messaging her about this drama. That's number one. Number two, I realized I was like, you know what, this all also wasn't probably what she needs she probably doesn't want to hear about how it has spread like wildfire that there's rumors that she's getting a divorce 
Right. So like now for me to go and message her about it, why add that problem? I was like, you know what? If it is true, whatever the rumors are, what for sure is true is if someone's going through that tough of a time, they need a friend and they need to be reminded how awesome they are. No matter the situation, she cheated, he cheated, they're fine, whatever. I don't, I don't, I have zero idea. So anyway, I just messaged her and was like, hey, long time no talk. You're amazing. And here's all the things that I love about you. And I just Mm. felt like I needed to remind you just in case it's always good to remind you. And these are the things that stood out for me when I met you and you're just a powerhouse sophisticated independent woman (laughs) and uh when I'm in town we should chat and pick up and hang out that is so sweet yeah and what it made me realize is like if she wanted me to know and she needed my help with that or whatever the case may be she can come to me I think that it puts there the good you're not putting more attention on like the bad that's going on yes she'll talk to you if she wants further about the situation but you are not a contributing member to the venom and spreading and this and that mm-hmm. i think it's fair if you want to ask her what's going on fair but you chose another route which is an interesting one mm-hmm. and one worth mentioning that instead of talking right now about the bad you put the good there you put what you have observed about her as the front running information the front running topic not the new drama. Yeah, I was going to say it also. I, I realized that I was like, oh, you know, she's more important than the drama. Correct. If that's what's getting me to talk to her is the drama, that's not right. That's off. I should want to talk to her because I love her. Yeah, exactly. And so then I was like, you know what? That's what I'm going to message her on is how much I love her and how great she is. And then I, honestly, I, I stopped caring. Like, I actually don't care about why they broke up unless she wants me to care unless she's like hey i need advice i just i didn't care anymore at first i like it was almost just like i forgot for a second i was like yeah because what you put there is the good so that's another thing this is like a cousin situation to venom spreading Mm -hmm. if you you know someone's going through a bit of drama and it's not necessarily lots of venom being spread but you can either buy in and build to the drama or instead you can just put the good there and spread the good, spread love, and put that there. And when you put something like that there, you'll get more of it. You'll always get more of what you put your attention on. Mm-hmm. So spread the love. And that's what you did. And that came from understanding this information of not spreading venom, not spreading drama, putting love in. Mm-hmm. Is that right? Yeah, no, exactly. And also, I just want to say, it was initially because I was curious, but then Almost in the process of being curious, I realized it doesn't matter. Like, mm-hmm. she matters and her feelings matter. And boosting up her and making sure she's powerful and doesn't forget it matters more than the little bit of drama that I'm... It's like, okay, that's what happened. Great. Moving on. Yeah, that's awesome. I think yeah. that's really cool. It was a cool story. And I felt that it's really, really relevant to tell. I really think it's great. Thanks. Well done. Thanks. You're Thanks. awesome. <laughs> okay, thanks. No, we le- I learn from you all the time. <laughs> it's nice that we learn from each other. <laughs> Mwah. All right, guys. Thank you so much for tuning into another podcast episode. We really, really appreciate having you as listeners. Thank you. Thank you so, so much. Yeah. And the adventure continues. Thank you.